Welcome to this episode of B-Movie Chat. Video games are possibly the most unique art style ever created. Not only do they offer a visual environment similar to a film or television, they also offer an interactive experience absent from any other form of art in existence. In order to profit off this unique art style, film production companies will often attempt to create a movie version of a popular video game series. This often proves disastrous, as these films usually receive terrible reviews, from fans of the original content, as well as general audiences alike. The question we're attempting to answer today is, is it possible to make a good film based off of a video game? Or will this attempt at deviating style inevitably prove inferior to the original? Joining us for this chat are the hosts of the podcast, Writers of the Dawn, Matthew Wellman and David Stewart. Matt and David, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Fun to be here. Oh, we're glad to have you on. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So, video, movies based off video games. Um, just off the top of my head, I can't really think of any that have been good. Um, I the first one that pops in my head is the Super Mario Brothers movie. I was, was I was just gonna say <laughs> because yeah, I, is, when you first brought they, it up, <laughs> that was the first one I thought about. Yeah, they took the name Super Mario Brothers, cast two guys as the Super Mario Brothers. And then a then a movie came out at the other end. <laughs> What's funny is actually the Super Mario Brothers Pretty movie. Much. There's a porn version of the Super Mario Brothers, and it's actually more faithful to the video game than the actual Super Mario Brothers like mainstream movie. Is there a guy at least dressed as a turtle? Um, I don't know, but Ron Jeremy played Mario. So oh, that uh, makes I mean, sense. That's a good cast. That's yeah, a good um, cast. and, and his, I, I, I believe his <laughs> name is not anything else. I believe his name is not Mario. Mario. It's just Mario. They were yeah. like, "Fuck this last name shit. <laughs> we're just, you're just gonna be Mario, and you're gonna fuck the shit out of women." Like <laughs> pretty much. Uh, <laughs> What's interesting is they had they had the animated series of Super Mario Brothers and, uh, and, Super, and Mario Brothers Super Mario Super, Super Show. Show, and yeah. Captain Lou Albano was, was actually. Captain Lou Albano was an awesome Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that I actually thought that the TV show, of course, it was a kids show and it was mostly animated, but that was fun. Like I remember as a kid watching the fan it. Base was in the eighties, though. Right. Remember an adult exactly. play Super Mario in the eighties. It's yeah, nailed it. So I don't know. They came out with this movie. I remember I saw it uh, in theaters, no less. And of course, because I was, let's see, when did it come out? Eighty-seven. I thought no, it was the early '90s, like '93 or '94. Uh, what? '93. You're right, '93. And I remember seeing this. And as a so, how old was I? I was nine, nine years old at the time. So I was like, "Yeah, Super Mario Brothers." I liked it because I was nine. Right? It's hard to not like something when you're nine. Um, but man, look I don't know, back. man. I think I, I saw that, that Street Fighter movie, and God, I wanted Dude, to gouge my eyes I out. I still, I still love the Street Fighter movie. It's so bad. I mean, unfortunately, like. <laughs> Like, rest his soul, Raul Julia, that was his final performance, like, and there's, uh, there's of course, this conspiracy theory that, uh, that, that the, the, yeah, the, no, not that he killed himself, like, but that the movie was so bad that it, it killed him to make it, like, like, like Bella, Bella Lugosi with Plan 9 from Outer Space. Yeah, he, like, he gave up his life force in order for this movie to finish being made. <laughs> And then it turned and out to be that, like. Well, and it's it's one of those. That movie literally gave him cancer. And it's it's one of those really bad things because that age from this movie. The Street Fighter movie actually set up for a sequel. It was one of the, uh, the it's it's the first movie that I can remember actually having that Easter egg scene after the credits, 
where, you know, Raul Julia as M. Bison reaches up through the, uh, spoiler alert if you haven't fucking seen it in the last 20-something years, (laughs) reaches up through the the bricks or or the cement, and it's like he's still alive and he's electrified now because, you know, he didn't have electrical powers in the movie, but M. Bison, the character in the video game, has the electrical powers. Well, now Super Mario Brothers, the movie actually sets itself up for a sequel as well. I don't know if you remember that. Remember this? Oh, I, I can imagine some Hollywood yeah, executives. You got to set up for a sequel. Well, this is going to make us a billion dollars. It's like at the end because that's it, the whole thing is like you know they're they're going underground and they find this. It, it's a it's an underground dinosaur version of Manhattan. I think they called it Dino Hatton. It's really stupid. And yeah, instead of the Mushroom like, Kingdom, like ten out of ten would be stupid again. And like something that something, I think at the very end of the movie, they have to like save the world or whatever. And then, then it's like space aliens come and, uh, it's like, Oh my God, we got to go save the world again. Roll oh credits. yeah. I remember it's like, Oh, you're not going to believe this. Oh, I believe it. You believe it. It's like, it was such bad oh, dialogue. God. Yeah. And, <laughs> I can't oh. believe I remember that. <laughs> and then they pull out like plunger guns or some shit. Oh God. Which, yeah. um, I mean, that's actually next month for us is movies based on games month. And we Super Mario Brothers is going to be the first movie that we review for July. Here's I mean, this is totally kind of I mean, uh, there's one I remember that had Jake Gyllenhaal in it. And I never saw it. Prince of Persia. I don't know if you guys saw it or not. Um, I, did, I never saw I, it. I was not a fan of the Prince of Persia games, so I had no inclination to see the movie. Um, just like the the more recent, uh, what's what's that game? Uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, there was an Assassin's one. Creed movie which I think won a bunch of Razzies or something. Yeah, it was released in December oh last year. Huh. I guess I um, missed it. I totally missed I, that one. Too. Yeah, I, it. It, it was it was released in theaters. Like you don't see a lot of video game movies being released in theaters anymore, aside from the Resident Evil franchise, which is. Mm-hmm. That particular franchise is done, but they're going to re-franchise Resident Evil for uh, movies. Of course they are. Um, uh, the last I, got, week, I could I could talk a whole hour on that shit. Oh, see, I I love it's that's one of my guilty pleasures. It's like the only movie series I've seen all every movie from the Resident Evil um, live action series in theaters. The thing about you know, I was actually going to say about the Resident Evil movies are probably the most successful video game adaptation I could think of in terms of actually having a movie come out at the other end, Yeah. right? Um, and, and I think the big problem is, so first of all, movie executives don't have any creativity, which is why we get video game adaptations. So it's the same reason like why everything's, you know, they, if there's a best-selling book, it, then it becomes a movie. It's because they can't get anyone to write good movies. So they wait till something is good somewhere else, and they're like, well, let's just make a movie out of that. Well, so and it's, that. It's funny when it comes to Resident Evil because it's one of the only video game series that has been successful in every branch of media that it's evolved into. I mean, there's a, a book series. There is a comic book series. There's the movie franchise. There's the main video game series. There's a lot of offshoots of the video game series. Um, and in every one of those instances, it has been successful. And um, although the movies are... It, it's a roller coaster ride of, like, awesome shit. and shit. And yeah, I was gonna what s- the fuck <laughs> are you even thinking? Uh, which I mean, zombies wearing mittens. For, in I, the mean, third I mean, we, we, we all know what was going through the mind of... Um, oh, God, what's his name? Paul W.S. Anderson is... 
what kind of tight-fitting clothing can I put my wife in? Um, <laughs> and then put my wife in front of an audience. And, um, and you, you could tell by the final chapter, the last Resident Evil movie, that he just was like, let's just get this done and close it off because she wore the same outfit. It covered her entire body the whole time. What's even the point? Um, now, when I saw the final chapter, I paid the 3D price. I saw it in theaters on opening day in 3D. There, was, there were five people in the theater. There were two gay couples, and there was me. And, uh, and that was it. I'm, like, sorry, I'm sorry I couldn't join you to make it like... Um, like three gay couples, you know. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like... I had to work, God damn. I mean, it, it did better than Shia LaBeouf's be- like, newest movie in Europe where one person went to see it like over its entire theater. <laughs> right? theater you earned yeah. a dollar on it, is that right? That's, yeah, that's actually a really, really good example of how you can... You can take any fact and frame it in a way that tells a story, even if that story isn't quite truthful. So it's like, one person bought a ticket to Child LaBeouf's movie. It's like, well, they had it on in one screen, one showing. It was a straight-to-video movie. So the one time that they had it on screen, one dude showed up. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, like, it wasn't intended for people to see in theaters, though. They're like, wasn't the intention. I don't know. uh, I mean, mean, we went and saw the the newest Dragon Ball Z movie in theaters. There was one showing in the Pittsburgh area, and it was sold out. Like... Yeah, you know that it's just because well, nobody likes Shia LaBeouf. Well, yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say Shia LaBeouf is basically a meme at this point. So I think people just oh, want to make fun yeah. of him. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Well, to, Shia LaBeouf. He, I will never have respect for that man because he ruined Indiana Jones. Oh God. So no, I just ruin, no, 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 no. A whole army of people ruined Indiana Jones. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you can't you know lay what? that blame on Shia he LaBeouf. Was the, he was the face the guy of who had lines that were handed to him. You yeah, know what? You're you know what else? On this motorcycle and be a rebel and stuff. And he's like, "Okay, I'm getting paid for this, right?" And they're like, "Totally." Read this line. It's like, "I'm going to be a motorcycle mechanic." And Harrison Ford's like, I, "We're really happening this scene. Like, this is happening." And it's like, "Yes, it's happening." You know what else? Shia LaBeouf ruined. Anything to say about it? <laughs> Shia LaBeouf also ruined Transformers. He also ruined Alfred Hitchcock's classic Rear Window. Oh yeah, they made that, that disturbia fucking disturbia film. Like, okay. like Shia LaBeouf just I, destroys I hate everything. To be Shia LaBeouf here because I don't like him, but <laughs> but he's he hasn't ruined movies. He's been in bad movies. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not saying just in general bad. Like I'm not he, saying he would have been bad without him. Like, I'm not saying he ruined the movie Transformers. I'm saying he ruined Transformers as a whole. I think like Michael the entire Taylor. franchise. <laughs> As a concept, but hey, he all all the lines to accessing that concept from the platonic realm severed when he stepped into the franchise. I mean, at least at this point, Marky Mark is the lead star in the in the uh, in the Transformers franchise. So there's always the hope that he's going to pull his cock out like in Boogie Nights um, and just save everything, like. We, so we could only I mean, for for me, it's like you don't blame you don't blame Beyonce for for ruining pop music, but she's the one who's the face of it. So what's what that's, he? that's Shia LaBeouf to me. Who's, who's Beyonce? He's, he's the, who's Beyonce? Oh, she's some, she's some chick. Oh, okay. Isn't she in destiny's yeah. child or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> was, she was, was she part of TLC? TLC but with different people in it. <laughs> yeah, <basically. laughs> but yeah, I, I, and, I, and there's somebody who's laughing. It's like, you take that back. 
That's so funny. The Ultimate Studio was the greatest thing. I honestly, I love the Resident Evil movie franchise for as bad as it is. Barring the third movie, the third movie is total shit. Let's have psychic powers involved. And they were wearing mittens. I just want to throw out that we had zombies and mittens. And 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 yeah, because. I saw them, I saw them in theaters too, and whatever the most recent one I saw was is the uh, I, the one complaint I have about the franchise is the pacing is too fast. The pacing is so fast that I you know there's tons of action the, um, and it gets you from point A to point B, but the, it's like uh, the biggest problem I had with the final chapter, the last movie, is the fifth movie, which I think. Was that one Afterlife? I can't remember the titles all right it's now. the one where um, Michelle Rodriguez comes back for no reason and dies again. Yeah. Um, where they kill Barry, and I'm like, what the fuck? Barry is the most badass character. But anyway, they leave off the fifth movie on a cliffhanger where they're all standing on top of the White House with, like, zombies and all kinds of monsters and stuff bearing down on the, um, on the White House. And the final chapter opens up. And, like, Washington, D.C. is, like, desolate and, like, this barren desert. And she, like, comes out of, like, a hatch in the top of the White House. Like, they don't show you what happened. They don't tell you what happened. They just kind of go, like, they ambushed us. And that was it. That was the whole explanation. And I'm like, what the fuck? You should have seen it, guys. It was really awesome. It's like we're missing a whole (laughs) movie in between the fifth and the sixth movies. Yeah. So, so let's recap what happened, guys. Like, yeah, there were zombies and jumping, and, and we shot him, and then like we're running, and the helicopter crashed, and then we got in the helicopter, and it's like, yeah, we could have had that be a movie. <laughs> we could like had that in the movie. It was like the third Lord <laughs> of the Rings movie, and like you know, all, like just with zombies and shit. It's like, but you know, <laughs> that was that wasn't cool to show. You know, but at, at the really same time. Resident Evil, Capcom did make the CGI movies, which actually utilized characters from the video game um, in a much better capacity than the live-action films did. So they're just and thrown in the live-action films, like... Yeah, they were kind of just like, hey, look, it's it's Chris. Hey, look, it's, it's uh, Jill. My name is Leon. I'm going to be in the background for the rest of the movie. Bye. Hey, look, I'm Barry. <laughs> See? I've, I've got the vest. But I don't look anything like him. Like... Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah, I know, haven't I, seen any of those. Yeah, I haven't seen them either. But no, the, yeah, the, you know, the CGI I, I, ones are actually really good and they're really, really accurate to the video game series. Um, the, well, there the, was the uh, there was that CGI Final Final Fantasy movie they made which like one twenty years ago. Oh, there was oh, a couple uh, of them actually. I know there was um, um, Final Fantasy Seven, um, whatever it's called. Um, Advent something Advent spirit. Advent yeah, Advent Children. Yeah. Advent Children was um, the one based on Final. No, the, the Spirits Within. Oh my God, that's the one. Yeah, that's okay. So, have, have you guys seen Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within? Was, I, I saw I Advent I, Children. I haven't seen this. Yeah, I don't think I've seen. Okay, Spirits so Within. Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within was was marketed as a quote unquote Final Fantasy movie. Um, and when you think of oh, Final, I, okay, and it I was like the. Yeah, it was like the the ghosts, and they had like laser guns, and they were like on this planet, and like the ghosts were in a different dimension that their weapons couldn't affect, but the ghosts could like kill the people by touching them, um, and it had absolutely nothing to do with anything Final Fantasy related, other than like it was made by, the by SquareSoft, like anime characters, yeah. like yeah. I remember thinking that same yeah. thing. Like, what does this have to do with anything? This yeah. is just. <laughs> 
this is just Square Enix masturbating onto the silver screen. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I mean, and, I and guess I'm was, gonna buy a ticket. And that was the thing. Like, I mean, I, I literally went and saw it at the dollar theater. We had a theater where tickets were a dollar to see movies, and I felt that I overpaid to see this movie. Yeah. Um, well, that's like we just we just watched the Warcraft movie a couple weeks ago, and oh, like God. we red boxed it for two bucks. And I'm like, we overpaid for this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I saw the pre the trailer to that. And I'm like, this will not be good. There is no possible way this will be good. Oh my god! But the fans were just sucking the cock of Duncan Jones in like this entire movie. I'm like, what? What the fuck were you watching? They're, they're just like, how could you say this was bad? I'm like, I watched it. That's how I said it's bad. Well, I watched every agonizing second of that movie. And there's, I remember um, at one point Halkia walks by on the stairs and she's just like, I've only watched 10 minutes of this movie as I'm walking back and forth, but this is the worst movie I've ever seen. And that's my wife. And there's, my wife um, is like walking up the stairs. She goes, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> like, wow. There's, um, there's a movie franchise actually that a lot of people don't realize is based off a video game. Um, based off the video game series Dungeon Siege, there's a set of movies called In the Name of the King. And it's In the Name of the King a dungeon siege tale. It's actually based off the hmm. video game series. I've never actually seen any of them, but I know at least one of them stars Jason Statham, so it must be amazing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it was the first one. There's like 3 of them. Oh. But like oh, the- I found this out. So yeah, uh, just let me interject uh, and then I'll let you keep talking. <laughs> so I did this review a while back on this movie called Curse the Dragon Slayer, the movie fantasy B movie. The producer of the movie came by my YouTube channel and talked to me, right? And I guess the movie was originally based on this video game called Saga, which I'd never even heard of the game. And so um, they, they like originally made this movie to tie in with it. And the intro CG scene is just from this game that I never even heard of. But it got retitled by the distributor when they were, uh, you know, it was originally called Saga the Shadow Cabal. And it got retitled like eight times by different distributors. But yeah, apparently that was a video game movie. Yeah, there's, um, I believe there's a game on the PlayStation 1. It's uh, Saga Frontier. Maybe it's on the PlayStation 2. I guess that's the sequel to Saga. It would make sense. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think actually that was, it might have originally been for the Sega Saturn. But yeah, I mean, I, I, remember I do, oh, yeah, now I'm remembering. I yeah. do particularly remember an right. RPG called Saga Frontier. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, probably it. And so it was, ba- it was based on that universe, uh, but they wrote an original screenplay or whatever for it. Hmm. Um, and I guess I, the producer was like, we were, we were filming off of a first rough draft and rewriting as we went based <laughs> on what we did. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. you know what? The movie didn't come out all that bad considering the budget. You know, there was like, they, they should have had me to tell them how to do armor because the armor was stupid. But like, it really wasn't that bad considering they made it for like a couple of hundred grand, I think, tops, including like advertising and stuff. It was really cheaply made movie. But I mean, when, when you think about when, when you talk about things looking and sounding stupid, I know it's not. Well, technically it is. There, there have been video games based off of Dungeons and Dragons, but the Dungeons and Dragons movie is one of the worst oh, adaptations of a game. I was going to say. Um, there's, there's actually a scene where the dwarf character is describing dwarf sex, like like male and female and how the male dwarves <laughs> love to... He loves to pull on the female's beard, like, to hear her scream, like... Oh, man. And I'm like, I'm like, was this seriously necessary, like, for the plot line? Like, I mean, how like, would you know, like, later, like, why, why anything was going on? It was integral to the plot. But it, at the same time, when I watched Lord of the Rings, 
and somebody said like how how do you uh, tell tell, the female a, tell a female dwarf. dwarf from a from a male dwarf, and someone said that, like the female's beard is smaller or something. Like it made me laugh uh, even more like because finer, like, like, just had flashbacks. Is, to that. There are no dwarf females, and then Aragorn just kind of minds that Aragorn. He's like, it's the beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm looking up that movie right now in the name of the king, and yeah, there's there's like four Jesus Christ in total. I think they're all they all have really bad reviews, but yeah, the first one has Jason Statham, and now I want to I want to watch this. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I guess the the big question is why why are there so why are video game movies always so bad? <laughs> well, like, I I know why, and it's because I, I have some ideas. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a total it's, marketing it, thing because exactly. you're trying to you're trying to play into that market that already exists and make them buy something else. Which I mean, and it's smart. It's but something it, that goes along too with. Is it popular right now? It's popular right now. Let's put something out as quickly as possible to capitalize on that. So they're not looking yeah. about quality. They're looking about, here's the name of it. We're cashing yeah, in on it. that name. Well, and and you know what else is a problem, too? Is in, vi- in the video game industry itself. Like, like Dragon Age 2 is a great example. Because Dragon Age Origins was such an amazing game. They rushed out Dragon Age 2, and it was a huge steaming pile of garbage. Right. So it's not just movies that that happens in, but that's a really great point that like, if it's hot right now, we want to capitalize on it as quickly as we can. They they do that with books. I think it's also just Hollywood has no creativity anymore. Like they're hedging so many bets on so many levels and it's so devoid of any kind of ability to think of new stuff that they have to pull something from another medium. And it is whatever's popular. It's like, Oh, Assassin's Creed's popular. It's amazing to me if they came out with an Assassin's Creed game last year that it took them this long. It should have been like yeah. second game. They should have been like, we need to come out with a movie yesterday. No, what's, then, a, like, what's amazing in that end is, uh, is Prince of Persia. Because the Prince of Persia, I haven't seen a new Prince of Persia game in fucking like eight years sure. or something. And that movie also came out like quite a, like a lot. Of yeah, but I think, yeah, but yeah, I think it, yeah, it, it came out years, like yeah. a year or two <clears throat> after the final game came out for it. Like, Something like that, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. again... And I keep going back to the Resident Evil franchise. You look at the Resident Evil franchise, at least for the final chapter, the last movie that was released, they made it to correlate with the release of the newest Resident Evil game. Resident Evil 7 came out in on January, don't quote me, like 16th or something. And Resident Evil, the final chapter of the movie, came out like on the 23rd. It came out like a week later. Like mm. They did it so that they came out really close together to capitalize on that. Yeah, I think part of it's, like, the fact that when you're playing a video game, it's an immersive kind of situation. Like, you're actually, you're the character, and then when, if you're, but if you're watching it from the outside, it's just kind of stupid. It's like, wow, this is, this is what's going on. Like, um, which brings I always up, think of, yeah. like, um, I think of, like, this kind of slightly off topic, but sort of relates to it. And, um, the Hobbit movies, the second Hobbit movie, they have this whole thing where they go and get, <laughs> turn the dragon gold, and, like, it's like a video game I can't play. I'm like, this is... Fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then oh, that, it was also uh, that that scene made me and my wife cringe so much. Like, what are they like? That movie was nonstop cringe. And then when oh, they're trying God. to, they're like, they're like uh, they had this whole thing like we're going to steal the treasure, right? Which is why there's only fourteen of us. Let's go attack this dragon that literally wiped our race off. <laughs> and now <laughs> I've got a good feeling about this guy. That that brings up a whole nother movie. Like when you say an immersive experience that tried something to make you immersed in it, 
Doom the movie starring none other than Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Rock Johnson. Where they yeah, had the they had the and I think on the uh I think in the on the DVD release it was an extended edition and there was like it was like a half hour of point of view footage like from 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 the rock's point of view like killing demons and shit and, cool oh my god game, it was so much like a um, it was it was abominable like well how can point of view doom movie be so bad when point of view porn is so good right <laughs> and it's and again the so interact the doom movie was made and, and actually, the interactivity I think is the other is is the big reason. So, like you mentioned, the the market kind of dictates that they don't want to invest a lot of time making something good. But also, the medium doesn't translate well in general because it's you doing something when you're playing a game. Like, and certain kind of gameplay styles will never translate to a movie. Like Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls is about you wandering around, finding things, like doing stuff that you feel like doing. And if you were to put that on a screen, you could, I guess, tell a story from Elder Scrolls, but you can't tell the gameplay of Elder Scrolls. That wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. Pretty it would much. just be terrible. Well, and it also comes down to, uh, you know, the creation process. Because when you're, when you're designing a game, you have to start from the gameplay. And if you're, if you're starting from a, a storyline perspective, you're kind of already off the point. Um, and especially as I've gotten older, you know, when I was a kid, I was way more into um, the storylines of games. At this point, I'm just like, I'm I'm full Maddox mode. I'm just like, skip the story. Let me get to killing people, please. That's <laughs> the point of the game. And like, I just, I've noticed myself, like, I was really into RPGs when I was a kid, you know, really heavy storyline stuff. And now I'm just like, cutscene, I'm going to go get a drink. I don't care. I don't care what you have to say. I just want to go kill people. Um <laughs> So that's, I mean, and you can't convey that in a movie, right? It doesn't make any sense. So you're never going to get the same emotional reaction that you do from a game because you're, you're actually experiencing it and you're, you're making the decisions and you're, you're doing the actions that are, that are causing the enjoyment, whereas a movie is a passive medium where you have to just sit back and watch and see what happens. So it's like... When you when you get past the marketing and understand why they exist, and then you you look at why they all suck, well, that's pretty much why. Um, and I can't, <clears throat> like you were saying, Resident Evil somehow did it, and I think it's because it it has a defined place in in like genre science fiction. Yeah, horror, I think you know what I, I mean. I think the horror genre helps a lot because you know the original Resident Evil game. I remember being really scary when I was a kid. And it, it's because it used the tropes of horror movies really well. Yeah. They built up a lot of tension. You know, there'd be a point where, like, you'd see zombies break through a fence, and you'd be like, oh, how long is it going to be till they get me? You'd hear the zombies crawling just off screen. That fixed camera in that first Resident Evil game made it really scary yeah. to me. Because you couldn't, you didn't know when the zombies were going to, like, finally get on the screen where you could try to shoot them. And also with the Resident Evil movie, it didn't take the same approach as many video game movies where it was like it, it, the original Resident Evil movie where it, it said, we're going to use Umbrella, we're going to use the zombies, we're going to use the T-Virus, but we're going to give you new characters, we're going to yeah. give you mm-hmm. a different storyline. Like it's going to take place yeah, in the and same that's place. A really good point. And yeah. that's, I think that's what solidified the movie, the, the series, like 
differently. And then, like, as the series went on, they were like, oh, look, we're going to throw this character in. And, oh, look, we're going to have Nemesis here. And we're going to we're gonna throw this character in here. And, oh, look, it's Claire Redfield. Plus yeah. Easter eggs and stuff. Oh, hey, look, zombies like, with mittens. But, like, they um, originally... <laughs> um, originally, they had actually hired George Romero to uh, write the um, Resident Evil game uh, movie. movies. And they said... When they read his draft, they're like, "This is stupid," and they fired him. So they, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that that says something about their um their process of it. I mean, I I and guess it worked, but and the movie took more <laughs> of an actiony approach than a yeah. horror approach. It was an action movie with horror elements, which it was actually Resident they Evil um in name only mostly, which I mean, which they, they actually like too, but... took and used for the game Resident Evil Four. It was a an action game with horror elements. The same with Resident Evil 5 and 6. And even to an extent, 7 is more, it's an action game with horror elements, um, in my opinion. Yeah, it kind of deviated from the survivor horror kind of thing. Which makes sense because as um, I think the majority of the gamer demographic is 30 plus at this point. Um, if, if I'm any indication, I am sick of story. I want action. So, like... <laughs> That that explains why right there to me. Yeah, the other the other thing about a lot of video game translations is you're translating from a medium that it's about the gameplay, not the story, and there may not be a story there. Like I wanted to see this Prince of Prince of Persia movie because I was interested in what story they would write. Because the game, like the, the Sands of Time game, is you're invading the city, you get this time dagger. You platform for 12 hours, and that's the end of the game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. That's the game. There's no story. What's the story of Super Mario? Save the princess. Jump on mushrooms. (laughs) So why would you turn that into a movie? And it's like, I'm certain that they handed it to whoever. Apparently because you could afford it. I like turn this into a movie. I mean, I... I can tell you. They were like, okay, we can afford Dennis Hopper for a movie. What can we do? Like, I think that was the whole <laughs> starting point. That, that was the starting point is we can afford Dennis Hopper. What do we do? And someone was like, let's make a Super Mario Brothers movie. And they were like, okay, awesome. Let's let's go with it. Like, I, I truly just, believe that it did not start out as, let's make a Super Mario Brothers movie. Who can we cast? They were like, hey, we can afford Dennis Hopper. Let's make a movie. Like, the Street Fighter movie had Jean-Claude Van Damme. Van Damme yeah. They they got like the guy to be in the Street Fighter movie. They got the guy from from Bloodsport. They're like, we got to get the guy from Bloodsport in this, and they got it. Well, and here's and then they made the movie. <laughs> then they made that movie. Here's here's the best part: is Street Fighter the movie is based off the video game Street Fighter. However, there is a Street Fighter the movie, the video game, oh, on the Sega Saturn. So there's a video game what? based off of a movie that's based off yeah, of a video got, game. It's got the- it's got the images of like Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Mortal Kombat. You know, like there's yeah, photos they, of real they, people. They motion movies. captured the actors and actresses from the movie Street Fighter the movie and made Street Fighter the movie the video game. Oh my god! Like <laughs> it's, that game, I just like that is Street the AIDS of cancer right there. I it just, is. I have all it's of it. it's on my list of must own video games at some point in my life. Street Fighter Seven. Like my dad is my own is my own grandfather, <laughs> and my mom is my aunt. You know. Okay. But speaking of Street Fighter, the movie, the video game, which was released for the Sega Saturn, I have to talk about another video game released for the Sega Saturn, House of the Dead. And how can we talk about video game movies, movies based on video games, and not mention one of the most notorious directors of all time, Uwe Boll? 
Oh, God. The guy who, like, challenges people to boxing fights they don't like his movie. You know, he made... He made House of the Dead based off of the House of the Dead video game series. He made the movie Postal based off the Postal video game series. As a matter of fact, Postal, the DVD, included a copy of Postal to the video game. He made made Blood Rain. That was the, the coolest game to have because it was banned from all the stores. Yeah, and like, actually like, around, like, like pissing on people. Hillary Clinton was like, we got to get these games off the shelves or they're going to turn kids into killers. I'm like, I think there's something else that's turning kids into killers. <laughs> but I'm not going to say what it is because then that might be politically incorrect. I don't know. If you, if you <laughs> so ask Michael Moore, it's, it's white privilege that turns people into killers. But, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just Michael Moore. <laughs> Yeah, so so anyway, it's like we had the game, and there's no story to the game. Like, it's just kill people, right? And every so often, somebody comes out with a game like that. And people just get really upset that there's no story. There's no point to the killing. It's like, the story is always bad anyway, so we just <laughs> yeah. took it out. <laughs> and it's, it's funny because you, know, you, you talk about games like that. For the for the original PlayStation, there was a game, Carmageddon, which actually was, it was banned oh, from it. release. Um, you could only get like bootleg copies of it, and they yeah, actually I got it. for the PS4 they released Carmageddon. Like they actually they finally really? released it. Yeah, nice. you can get a physical copy of it. Go to Walmart. It's like Carmageddon Extreme or like re-released or oh, some man. some fucking subtitle to it. But yeah, um, but no, I I absolutely love House of the Dead and Postal, um, which are which are two um, movies. I love the game House of the Dead as well. I've never played Postal. I played the arcade game for but, like um, hours, but but I have I have the movies by Uwe Boll, and they're they're amazing. They're horrible. They're terrible. They are <laughs> god awful pieces of shit. Hey, but hey, they he, are he, so he, fun to watch. Hey, he's gonna hear this recording. He's gonna challenge you to a boxing fight. <laughs> but I'm saying I'm saying I love his movies, and I would recommend anybody to watch them because it's just hilarious and and ridiculous at the same time. I mean, and and. I've seen videos of Postal being played. I know he uses a lot of elements of the game in the movie. And also, Postal was a controversial game, so the movie was made to be a controversial movie as yeah, well. No one remembers the game, the movie. They just remember the game. Dude, I, can, like, I remember the movie. Go around pissing on he's he's got to fight Uncle Dave, who like has this terrorist regime of some shit that he like created because he wants babes dressed in bikinis around him all the time, and he he stuffs <laughs> cats on his guns as silencers. And oh man, it's 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 awesome. It's terrible. I forgot about the cat silencer. <laughs> yeah, the cat silencer. Um, but I mean, and then going to his his House of the Dead. I mean, literally, the tr- the scene transitions for the movie are clips of people playing, of, like, the video game where, like, you've got the zombies on screen and the, the gunshots and the ammo counter on the side with the bullets, like, coming off. And it's like, what the fuck is that even doing in this movie? It makes no sense to be here, but it's in here. And I just... But it is. Yeah. It's well, and it's just that it's that fan service which you see so much in these video game movies, and yeah, uh, and it, yeah, it destroys the movie. Yeah, so the pro- here's the problem with fan service because we saw it in the Warcraft movie big time. Is that we make this movie based on a video game? You're like, we're going to sell this movie to people who like this video game, and so you make it. The thing is, is that if you make a good movie that like doesn't do enough fan service, the fans will get pissed about it. They'll be like. And, and it, it happened, I remember it happened at the X-Men movie. People were like, why wasn't Wolverine wearing his Wolverine costume? And it's like, because so yellow striped spandex like... looks retarded on a physical <laughs> human being. 
No one is going to take like, him seriously. No, I'm, I'm still pissed about what they did to it? Gambit in the fucking Wolverine Origins movie. <laughs> I, did, I haven't seen that one yet, but... Um, it's, it, but has, yeah, it has the worst green Gambit. screen effect of all time. You need to see it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, people were mad. They were like, oh, my God. Did everyone was calling him Logan, not Wolverine, and he wasn't wearing his... his his trademark costumes. Why are his wires claws bones? They're supposed to be metal. Like that was a great yeah. decision. It's like we wanted, we want the story, we want the powers, we want this. We don't need a dude in yellow spandex. Like Cyclops, with his blue spandex outfit, with with the crisscrossing yellow belts with pouches on him, pouches everywhere. <laughs> he's, pouches the, he's got to put his his laser eye ammo somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. Nineties comic books are themselves a weird trope. He converts sunlight into eye beam energy. He doesn't need to store it anywhere. It's stored in his body. I mean, it's got. It's like if you take most like comic book movie like concepts and like really put them into real life, they sound stupid because they weren't. They're meant to be in comic form where you can like take an each issue, but like especially like the long going ones that like have all this like deep history and stuff. Most of it's stupid, but like if so, if you, when you try to put it into a movie, it's like, all right, we need to cut out like half of this stuff at least because it doesn't translate well to movies. And a lot of people have a lot of problems with X3, the last stand. My biggest problem with that film actually happens to be where they show Scott's eyes, Cyclops, and he has green eyes where actually his eyes are brown. And you actually get to see them in the comic and in the cartoon series because if he's underground for long enough and doesn't absorb sun, he can't use his eye beams so when he's captured by the Morlocks he can't use his his power because he doesn't have enough sunlight and you actually get to see his eyes are brown they're not green get your facts fucking straight before you make the goddamn movie he's like a mole person with like laser vision so, yeah, it's impossible. so, so like that's, that was the downfall of the Warcraft movie there was no possibility to make a good Warcraft movie within the Warcraft franchise and the Hollywood system because if you had made the movie and it had been good and you discarded the retarded armor and all that kind of stuff, then people who were Warcraft fans would have been like, it's not Warcraft. Where, why doesn't it look like this game I love? Why doesn't it, <laughs> yeah. where, where, are the Mor- where are the Murlocs? Where are the, you know, this or that? Why doesn't this look cool enough? Why did the orcs look like, look like you know, they're, they could physically exist rather than giant cartoonish beings? Right, like um, it would have been impossible to satisfy the fans. Um, at the same time, when as soon as you do all that, if you go full bore, like we're going to make it exactly true to the game, then what happens is a bad movie comes out because those mediums don't end up working well. Like Warcraft is very cartoonish, like World of Warcraft is very cartoonish in its appearance by design. That's the way it's visually yeah. designed. So why would you want to copy that aesthetic in the real world? It's clearly not meant to look real. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. I think a lot of it is also, like, um, when you have a video game, you can be playing that game for, like, 20-plus hours, if it's depending on how long it is, and you're trying to condense that into, tw- into two hours. It's probably not going to work. Now, here's, um, here's a movie that oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure many people know of um, because it was included on the special edition version of Dead Rising 2. Um, if you bought the Zombrex edition, it actually came with a Japanese movie based off of the game. Um, oh and it was God. literally just these, like, Japanese people hanging out, a, hanging out in a warehouse using, like, drugs to keep prevent them from becoming zombies. 
for like an hour and a half. It went nowhere. It did nothing. And then like somebody broke into the warehouse and this and that. And it was, it was fucking, it was abysmal. Um, but then, um, I guess crackle, who's a free movie service actually went and made movies based off of the dead rising game series. Um, I remember watching the first one and it was actually pretty fun. Um, they based it off of the third game where you like actually like duct tape shit together to kill zombies. Um, <laughs> and yeah, people just kind of like make ridiculous weapons and this and that. And you know, it, it was, it was fun because they, they, uh, they abandoned that whole, like, let's try to tell a good story. And they were like, what's this game really about killing zombies with whatever you can find at hand. So they gave, they made this journalist cool. character and they were like, Hey, we're going to put him in a, in a zombie zone and he's going to have to fight his way out. And that was, and, and we're going to have people who are psychotic, like the psychopaths in the video game. And we're not going to really like concentrate on character development or storyline or anything. It's just going to be like, let's have some good old fashioned zombie violence. And I think that's what makes a good video game movie is instead of <laughs> yeah, trying the- to make it something that it's not like, what is the main focal point of this game? Let's focus on that. And that's something like yeah, the Super Mario Brothers movie you couldn't do because what was the, mo- the the game was basically was jump. Yeah. And you, you can't translate that to a movie well. It you would can, look good having a giant, having a fat Italian guy jumping on turtles for you, two hours. You can do it in a well, cartoon. You try it because they had they had those like like rocket boots or whatever. And oh god, it's like why why <laughs> they they don't have rocket boots in the game. They just jump right. Yep. But oh, they just they they tried to make the fantasy of the of the world too real. <laughs> like we have to explain the physics of this world. It's like no <laughs> fuck off. Let's let's just jump on turtle heads like. There's a really good point there, which is that I don't think because movies are visual medium, I don't think you have to have a really heavy ABC plot story to tell to have a good movie. If you watch the original Night of the Living Dead, which I consider a great movie and super effective, there's no inciting incident. There's no it's missing all these things that you would think would be necessary for a story. The zombies rise from the grave and then it's scary. And then at the end. The main guy gets killed, you know, uh, by by on accident, and that's the whole thing. Is like that the movie there's there's not like a, a strong sense of plot. You don't have to have a traditional strong sense of plot to have a movie work. But I think as soon as you take a video game and you say we're going to make a movie out of it, somebody comes along and stuff. Well, what's the story? What's the ABC? What are they? What are the three stories that we got to have? Well, yeah, it's almost it's almost like an encounter. So if you look at it as as like an, as part of a video game encounter, and this again, Resident Evil did this. They're just like, well, we're going underground and we're going to go do this thing. It's it's just an encounter. It's almost like a single level, and you just you do the level. You you watch yeah, someone you else do the level. Make it really good, and and really you use you use your cinematography techniques to to have an effect. And so with Resident Evil, I mean, because it's kind of action horror. Um, there's lots of things you could do in horror in a movie to have a strong effect that aren't tied into the story. Um, you know, where it's like you hear, boom, you hear a noise and someone looks, you know, like all those little cinematography and all those little movie making techniques don't have to do with the story. They have to do with the medium of movies and you should use that medium. Well, you should use the medium of movies. Well, yeah, definitely. It's like, um, I definitely agree with you where like a lot of them kind of, they try to make things overly complicated where they shouldn't. Like, um, I ended up seeing that Angry Birds movie and just thinking, oh, oh sorry, yeah, about that. like <laughs> flinging like birds at pigs. And this is about like, 
I mean, it's essentially about that, but I'm like, I, I don't care to know about the pig and his backstory or the bird and why he's angry. I, I, I guess. What's, what's, what's funny to me is the story was actually secretly. I think this is proof that Hollywood actors like are are subpar when it. They, they, I, I, I got a peg like the average IQ of Hollywood actors at about like eighty five because <laughs> they didn't realize this movie was Pink about generous. immigration. <laughs> yeah, and welfare. <laughs> they like they just acted it out without realizing it's like you guys didn't see how this is like a parable about immigration (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking that while watching that i'm like wow this is if you look at it one way it's this is a strong um argument against like um immigration and like different cultures like invading um a country and everything but i'm like it's got to be by accident, but I, I kind of want to believe that somebody in the writing room is laughing their ass off all these like, <laughs> like really tricked everyone. Yeah, yeah. And the people who are in the movie, the actors in the movie are like, they're all like super hippy dippy liberal types. You know, I thought I didn't understand that they would I'm like, you guys had to have understood what the script was about. Right. <laughs> like, well, then, see then the next day they're like, oh, oh, Trump is Hitler. You know, it's like, oh, well, let's make this movie. That's, cl- that's not about immigration. Yeah. Then, then you know, like directly supporting his entire platform. <laughs> and then, like within the last couple of days, you have you have uh, Johnny Depp saying, "When was the last time an actor assassinated a president?" See, I- I'm still oh, wondering. Yeah. 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 He did. Yes, he did. Oh man, that's amazing. I just saw that. I just saw that today when I was at the gym. I couldn't believe that. I was like, uh, "Oh my god!" I'm not sure if he's just stupid and doesn't realize like history, or if he just if it was meant to be a bad joke that didn't work well. Well, again, it, Hollywood Hollywood actors, 85 IQ. I mean, I think that's I, I, pretty accurate. Yeah, it, I, I it, didn't see that. Even 85 is being generous. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, if if you're going to make a good video game movie, like if you're going to make an Elder Scrolls movie, what you got to do is you got to take the setting and just write a story that exists in that setting. Yeah, and have nothing to do with. Uh, because again, don't 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 take characters that people love already, make new characters that. That other people can love, and it's that was one of the problems I had with the, the Warcraft movie was you you took all these characters, who people already knew, who already had they, you already had an emotional connection with them if you were part of the part of that gamosphere, and you couldn't make people happy doing that. Like I can't see it being possible because you're always going to piss someone off because you don't get the lore exactly right, or you don't feel like they were cast correctly, or they didn't, you know, they didn't do this precise thing in the lore. They did this other thing. And had you just taken, had you just taken characters that were orcs and or humans and had nothing to do with, with the the canon of the world, if they made it about some peons, you know, if it was if it was, if it was about like if it was more true to the World of Warcraft experience, it actually wouldn't have been about uh, Lothar or Blackhand or any of these guys. It wouldn't have been about yeah. them at all. It would have been about the main characters would have been grunts, like trying to trying to survive in this world, and you would have learned about the world through their story, not yeah. through not through Doomhammer's story. And that's how you experience story in World of Warcraft. You don't you don't experience it in a linear fashion. You experience you don't experience story at all. You experience lore, and the story is your character's progress towards whatever goals you want. You know, and then like culminating in you killing Cthulhu or someone like that. 
um, which is a really satisfying emotional experience that takes 20 plus days of your life to, yeah. to get to. How are you going to do that in two hours, guys? <laughs> Makes sense. Well, yeah, sure. Well, one again that I think was was at least moderately successful was the Tomb Raider franchise. I mean, Tomb Raider had. Well, that's because they what, put like, Angelina Jolie in like short well, shorts yeah. in a, a tight fitting I mean, t shirt. I mean, like hot pants. But again, or... what is the game about? That's what the game is about. Yeah, it's, the it's, game is about looking at Laura Croft, animated Laura Croft, shooting guns with her tank top and well, I mean, and then and then the punching the, dinosaurs. The early shit. PC versions had a mod you could download or implement yourself, uh-huh. which would would they called it quote unquote nude raider oh, because yeah, it would be yeah. Laura Croft with no clothes. It was like it was like this, it was this, just the clothes and the tone that like the like there was, was like in. there was like no nipple or no like you know any distinguishing it's, factors it's that it's a female body. It was just literally like. This peach tone polygonal yeah. like body 12, form, like twelve polygons making up her entire body. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and, and they were like, "Oh my like, god, this is the most awesome thing! Look, she's naked." Yeah. What's what's the game about? The game was about this female pro- protagonist. She was hot and she kicked ass, right? Well, that's pretty much what the movie's about too. And at least the first one, that's pretty much it, as far as I remember. It's just her. Dungeon diving, basically. Yeah, what was what was Gone in sixty seconds about? People loved that movie when it came out, and it was like we got to steal some cars. It's just about people driving cars fast. There was no plot. Well, yeah. that, well that's yeah. like so fast and furious. Angelina Jolie at some point. You're like, okay, where's the car? Well, that's like Fast and Furious. It's like the first one's just about them racing cars. I guess there's a subplot. Then they make like ten other ones, and it's like, okay, they they lost the plot like somewhere within the second film or something like that because it's just, like now they're fight. I don't know the rocks there. They're for like, some CIA, reason. like CIA agents or some yeah, shit. I don't. I, yeah, they took a sharp ninety degree angle to a, a you know a a ramp that had a pool of sharks and they just jumped all of them. Out. Now now speak, speaking of <laughs> angles here, I want I want to pull a one eighty here and go from. Movies based on video games to video games based off of movies. Oh, okay, yeah. I think they're oh, worse. They're, they're usually so bad. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we have enough time to cover like, that. Run away. But um, I mean, just it, it really sparked to me when we were talking about uh, X Men and uh, Wolverine Origins because I always refer to because there's a video game based off of the movie uh, Wolverine Origins, which I like to refer to as Hugh Jackman the game because in essence all you are is <laughs> Hugh Jackman killing people. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many video games based off of movies. I remember um, when I was a kid, I was playing the um, Men in Black video game for like the. Um, I think it was like the N64. I rented it from Blockbusters, which is how old it was. And yeah. I'm like, I was on, like, it was for the week. I'm like, I'm gonna rent a game, you know? Sure, why not? You know, I've, I. And then you end movie. up renting like Batman Forever. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, I can't believe I wasted my like one rental on this shitty game. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, well, it's, 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 so one those, bad. it's one of those interesting things is that um, when you go from video games to movies, you're going from a smaller market to a bigger market. And when you're going from movies to video games, you're going from a bigger market to a smaller market. Um, So your hope is that, like, oh, you know, everybody's seen Jurassic Park. So we can get a lot of people in the smaller market to buy Jurassic Park, like pretty much everybody. It's kind of a slam dunk, and you know exactly how you're going to do it. And it's funny Um, specifically with with Jurassic Park because – 
Jurassic Park was one of those video games where depending on what system you got it for, it was completely different. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The port um, was completely different. The Super Especially Nintendo was the Genesis. This one, even though it was retardedly hard. It's one of the hardest games I ever played was that Jurassic Park game for Genesis. Yeah, the Genesis one was a, was a side-scrolling shooter. The one for the Super Nintendo was a uh, was a top-down like adventure exploration game, uh, more kind of oh, yeah. like the the fucking Goof Troop game. Well, and I'm trying to think. Sega Genesis used a lot of um, arcade ports, whereas NES didn't, or SNES used a. They they usually yeah. Had own... Nintendo didn't make a arcade cabinets that Sega did, so Sega already had the arcade cabinets. And they could just easily translate them. The other one that did a ton of those was Neo Geo, but yeah. uh, that's the Neo Geo was literally the arcade hardware, and it was it was the same. The difference was with the Neo Geo, you had four game slots, so the the Neo Geo arcade cabinets you could load four games into. At home, just have one game slot. Well, and yeah, it, the big, more arcade arcade games. If we're gonna talk about movies that were made into games, we have to talk about the worst video game of all time. What's that? Um, E.T. Oh, God. You know, E.T. Yeah, believe it or not, like they actually found E.T. The... in the Arizona desert because yeah. it was so bad. I, it, it turned out so to be okay. true. I thought that was a myth for am years. I, am I the only person here who actually owns and has played a copy I've, of I've E.T. I've played it. I've played it, but... It's... No. I Well, I, I don't. I don't. And I, I remember um, a friend of mine had a had a Atari twenty six hundred. Had an Atari, yeah, and I was I was busy playing um, Warheads when he brought home ET, and I I just I remember seeing it, and I was like, mm, oh, I'm gonna pass, I'm gonna go home, and I never hole. never played it. But I I remember they made a there was this animated series on uh, the TV channel G4 called Code Monkeys. Oh, I love that show. And yeah, one of the first episodes is about this ET game. Um, and how basically how it was as bad as it was. Like I thought that it was it was just so brilliant that they built a narrative around why this game was so bad. Um, it's like who yeah, is that? Like, it, it's like oh he had to catch you know it's like oh you have to collect Reese's pieces in the game. And so like on an Atari, how do you represent a Reese's piece? Reese's pieces piece. It's, orange. it's like one pixel. It's like a one <laughs> pixel somewhere. Got to get that one pixel. Yeah. It was a great oh, show. Man. The only thing I remember for that show is the uh, cock goblin episode. Oh, <laughs> now like, uh, like making fun a... of him. <laughs> it's like, he's got a he's got a nemesis. He's a black knight. He's the big black cock goblin. That show I loved that show. There the first so season many... I, I loved the first season of it. Um, so the many... second season we got way too heavy in the pocket. Oh, my blood is showing, bro. <laughs> oh, bro, my blood is showing. <laughs> there are so many games based off of movies. I think I think that could go on for twice as long. Um, well, if the not question more. is, are there, are there good ones? Because but, well, it used to be a big joke that licensed games were really bad. Well, and here's the thing. I would love to do before actually talking about it. They just released on the PlayStation 4 a brand new Friday the 13th video game. Oh my God. Is it 
as oh, bad yeah. as I, the one for like the Nintendo. I have no idea. I've like, yeah. there there it's are no a, pictures of it. There's no game. videos of it. Like I don't know anything about it other than it's Friday the Thirteenth the video game and it's like fifteen dollars or some well, shit. Well, when you get a get when you get a game that's based off a movie, you're basically playing another game that just has like movie characters filled in yeah. for the other ones. As like, a matter of fact, do that with cartoons. Like, now, wasn't there? Playing, there was like a there have been like a bunch of SpongeBob games, all these other ones. It's it's just Mario basically, essentially. You're jumping up and, and then down. there's like yeah, the, you uh, just reskinned it. There's exactly. like saw the video wow. game, which I I think saw the video game was like a fucking fighting game. Like they just had all the different what? characters from Saw Spike or some shit. Boxing, <laughs> it was, <laughs> jigsaw. I don't. I I honestly I can't remember. I never played it, but I swear. Like I look at the back of the box and it looks like it looks like a fucking fighting game. Like you have Obby Obby from Saw Two fighting fucking the guy chained to the yeah, toilet from Saw One. Like <laughs> in all in all seriousness, I can't think of a good game that was based on a movie. I really can't like think of one right now. The, the only one that's kind of almost there is, remember they had those Matrix movies, those Matrix games? Yeah, I was, oh, Enter the Matrix. Out. I was going to bring up. Enter the Matrix, yeah, which which wasn't, actually wasn't the movie. Right? It was the, yeah. uh, it was like a different thing that was kind of the side stories to the movie and the gameplay wasn't very good. But, but it was like, it was different and so that's, it's hard to know where to put that one. Well, part of the reason the gameplay wasn't so good was because when the first Matrix movie came out and that bullet time thing was was such a hit, like video games picked that up instantly. And they were yeah, like, we like got to put this on Max Payne and stuff. So, like, I'm trying to remember the first game that I, I played that had that bullet time thing in it. And I think it was uh, it was that cowboy game. Red uh, Dead made Revolver. By, yes, Red Dead Revolver. And... Uh, I was like, yes, this is so much fun. And so when when Matrix, the the license game came out, they had this thing, and suddenly it, they were too slow to market to make it revolutionary to make it even matter, right? So I do think that that game was it was kind of okay, um, but they were too slow to make the game matter in any kind of way. And talking about Friday the Thirteenth, I'm pretty sure Friday the Thirteenth is just a reskinned version of Player Unknown Battlefield. Just like, but one person is Freddy Krueger and killing everyone else. Everyone else is just trying to survive. Well, there's there's actually a video game coming out um, this month or next month. Um, it's called Survive Till Dawn or something like that on the on the Xbox One and the PS4. And it it literally the concept of it is you are a teen trying to survive until dawn from a serial killer or you are the serial killer trying to kill all the teens before dawn a noble cause yeah yeah um i'm actually i'm actually curious and i would like to get my hands on that to actually try it out um well, i also want to throw out like most of the time at least from what i can tell when video movies video games based on movies come out they're normally coming out around Christmas time, so it's like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah for I'm going to sure. buy this for my kid because they like the movie. It's like I do I have to you, say, Grandma. I believe there is at least one great video game based on a movie, and that is Batman Returns for the SNES. Yes. Yes, it was basically Final Fight. It was Final Fight yeah. Batman edition. Except you're Batman. You're, be- you're beating the shit out of clowns. Like, <laughs> like it it's, yeah, it's so that, satisfying that in the up. in the first stage when you fucking you grab a clown and you throw him up to the top of the screen and he shatters the glass and you hear like that like that that terrible sound effect of breaking glass. It's just it's so satisfying. I love it. I love that game. That is that is one of my favorite games for the Super yeah, Nintendo. So- yeah, I do remember that game very, very fondly. I'm, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time remembering other ones that were that were actually good. You know, like you could possibly make a point with like Lord of the Rings Online or Shadow of Mordor, 
but those are those are like based on the entire Tolkien mythology. Yeah, um, gigantic. Even the Table Lord of the Rings games, like the based off of the movies that were for the Xbox and the PlayStation Two, those weren't bad games. They weren't um, great either. They weren't but great, like, um, but they did have. They did try to mix elements of RPG and action. Um, you know, as you, you got experience and had to like level up your character between stages or whatever, or give them new abilities. Um, I think they did a fairly good job of trying to do things the right way. Um, it wasn't the highest quality game, but it was certainly better than a lot of things out there. Well, you know, speaking of that, we got to talk about missed opportunities because what would have been a greater game than a good Transformers game? He's having oh like my a, gosh, fighting robots. Like, yeah, fighting robots. But like, I can't, there isn't a good Transformers game, but I can tell you there was a bad Transformers game. I know there are plenty of bad Transformers movies, but... <laughs> the only I mean, Transformers the, movie is the one where Megatron kills you know, Optimus Prime. Uh, yeah, it's the that, only Transformers true Transformers movie. movie. was basically a video game, wishing it was wishing to be a video game the whole time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you watch it, you're like, oh yeah, that would be great. If I was I controlling this good guy. Game. Yeah. I'm waiting for Sim City the movie to come out. Oh god! Sim City, the movie to come. Out. Wait, wait, Sin, wow. Sin City. Yeah. That movie. I hope it's like in comic form and everything, like um, you, like you, all the cutscenes and everything. You, I I kind of see. Wait, that. like like Sin City, the yeah, movie starring Bruce more. Willis. Yeah, the one with um, no, Sim City. No, Sim, like, like oh, Sim City. Where you're yeah. Simulating. Yeah, oh, like like the Sims. You're the mayor of the city, sir. Raise the taxes. We need more roads. <laughs> Not people are mad at you. No. <laughs> They want roads, but they don't want to pay taxes. How am I supposed to... Roller Coaster Tycoon, the movie. (laughs) Still waiting for Monopoly, the movie, to come out. Adventure Capitalist, the movie. (laughs) I mean, fuck it. They made made a battleship, the movie. Come on now. I know. They made Rock'em Sock'em Robots, the movie. It was called something else, but it was Rock'em Sock'em Robots. (laughs) They made... Oh, that, that was Iron Iron Fist Iron, or some yeah, some it shit. It had Hugh Jackman in it. Yeah, no, no, no. They honestly, okay. Here's another one of those game Gameception things. They made Battleship the movie based off of Battleship the board game, and they made Battleship the video game based off of <laughs> Battleship the movie. So is the video game hence based off of the board game, like, or is it just solely based off the movie? Like, can we say that it's Battleship the board game, the video game? Because it's based off of the movie, based off of the board game, or is it just Battleship the movie, the game? Like, it's it's such a dilemma. Like, you know, the only thing it's like, what's the last digit in Pi? Nobody knows. Yeah, the only thing I remember about Battleship the movie was that uh, when it was coming out, we were living in Las Vegas, and there was this subway. There was a subway. the sandwich restaurant around the corner from where I worked. And I just remember going there with my friend Robin and we would, we would get these subway sandwiches and the, and the, the cups had, you know, the, like the peel and win for battleship, the, the movie. <laughs> and I remember, I remember peeling off one of my cups and I, and it was like, it's like you win, you win like two free tickets to this movie. And I said, here you go, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm like, I have no interest in seeing this movie. Uh, well, I was just, I was racking my brain to think of, are there good games based off of movies? And I remember one that I really liked from a long time ago, from like 2000 maybe or 2001, and it was Alien versus Predator the game. 
Um, and in it, you which, could play as an alien, as the predator, or as a colonial um, marine. Which, it was a three D shooter. Oh, it was it. The, it was, was it the first person shooter one? Yeah. It okay. Was from forever ago. Yeah, I, yeah, I know which was, one you're uh, talking about because there was also one that was a real time strategy called Alien versus Predator Extinction. Um, oh yeah, I didn't play that. Now, one. It, arguably, those are based off of the comic books and not the movie. Um, although the movie uh, yeah. did come but out the comic before, comic books are kind of based on the movies. So it's another, oh no 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 the, the comic book, the movies are based on the comic books. The comic books were out way before the movies. Well, I, well, no, Alien, Alien wasn't based on a comic book, was no, it? No, I'm just saying Alien versus Predator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those were like the Dark Horse comics I remember from yeah. the '90s, right? Yeah. Because when I yeah. sat and when I watched, had a, when I watched that movie in theaters, I had to deal with people around me going, "That doesn't happen in the comics. How come it's happening in the movie?" <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Anytime you change formats, people get like yeah. get pissed Super about it. And, and, and speaking of that, and I, and I, I tried not to be butthurt about all the crap Peter Jackson did to Tolkien stuff. But at the end of the day, I felt like the Hobbit movies were actually bad movies. Like it wasn't just that they were bad adaptations. Yeah, they, they were just bad of, representations. They, they, they were just they were bad films bad. in general. One of like, the very few movies I've seen on opening night in a theater is the the is Evil Dead, the newer one. And I am okay. I am a oh, hardcore fan of the original, The Evil Dead. And I sat in the theater, and I, I I minded my tongue very well. But I like every time something would happen, there was there were these two girls sitting like four seats down from me, and they're like, "That's not right. No, no, it should be this way. This is what happened in the original one." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up and let me like." Wallow in my misery by myself. Okay, like why, why, why would you remake it if you just want the first one again? No reason to yeah. remake it. Why, why do we have these remakes? And it's honestly, stupid. like, it's one of those movies. I say it suffers from titleitis. If they didn't call it Evil Dead, it would have been an okay movie. It's by no means a good movie, but just having that title of the Evil Dead makes it even worse. And that's the same thing with a lot of these video game movies. Super Mario Brothers, the movie, by no means was it a good movie. But if you take away Super Mario Brothers, and, and you, if you want to name the movie fucking, you know, Dino Hatton or whatever, whatever the city that they go Fantasy to is called. Fantasy plumbers in space. It, it would have been like, okay, this is, this is a cheesy, like, whatever. But, but because it, you call it Super Mario Brothers, the movie, people were like, this isn't Super Mario Brothers. But where's the castle? The where's same, the red jumpsuit? It doesn't make any fucking point, sense. If it wasn't based off the video game, it wouldn't have been made. Yeah, nobody would have went and seen it anyway. Yeah, it would have been like a B movie made in somebody's basement. Like, Yeah. Well, and I, I yeah, was looking at... I was looking at IMDb uh, just to see to try and remind myself of some of these films. And a lot of them were not only nominated for awards, but won awards. These terrible, terrible video game movies. Like uh, Super Mario actually was was nominated for uh, best... uh, No, they weren't Academy Awards, but they were some kind of awards. Um, (laughs) But they were like one uh, best makeup... Um, well, that's that's what Suicide Squad won won an Oscar for the the Oscar winning movie Suicide Squad won for best makeup. So it's like, well, you know, um, Force Awakens was nominated for best sound design. When I thought its sound design was like some of the worst I've heard in an action movie, its sound design was terrible. And I I, I got to believe that there's nobody at the helm. There's nobody leading this ship. 
We're gonna we're we're, we're going into an that's, iceberg when it comes to the Academy. And that's Wars. actually that's another set of actually really <laughs> good much, video yeah. games for the Super Nintendo. Was actually the the Super Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back, and Super Return of the Jedi. Actually, that's oh, a no, good, yeah, that's a great point. Those were fantastic. They're gonna I love decent those. amount of Star Wars, like good Star but Wars really, games, like. Yeah, they took the story and really like blew it up to giant size and made it like an epic experience, an epic well, video game. And you can really say that most Star Wars video games have been very good. I can say the vast majority yeah. of Star Wars games are very good. And then you, you know, have Star have, Wars video have games like, like, games in the 90s, like Rebel good. Assault 2, which actually kind of feels like you're part of one of the movies. Mm-hmm. Again, you're not God Emperor of Star Wars. You're some pissant, you know? Um, in the super, the, the super Nintendo games, you're, yeah, you're Luke and that's cool. I, I, that's the first game that I played with a lightsaber and you had like these cool force actions. I loved that game. Um, but you look at, uh, like Jedi Academy that has nothing to, it's all extended universe and arguably one of the greatest games of all time, Knights of the Old Republic. That's a star Wars IP. Of course, it's not based on the films whatsoever, but it is based on the lore. Um, now if they just. Went back, just make that game canon. Maybe we can save Star Wars. <laughs> I, I said this is like, I'd be way interested in a code or a movie, right? Like, because if there's a strong story there. Uh, there's a great reveal with Darth Revan and the whole bit. It's like, it would actually would make a great movie. Or <clears throat> they're going back and they're making like, you know, Rogue One. Well, it's already I, out. It's I know, I know. They made it. Yeah, and they're making a Han Solo movie. Uh, I don't give a... Okay, why, hold on, hold on. Why do we swear about prequels of that kind? They're, like, they're making a like Han Solo movie. Is it based off of the novel Death Troopers? Is that the one where they're fight, where Han and Chewie are fighting zombies or something? Yes. <laughs> there's there's if actually... It is, if there it is, is, then I might want to see it. There is, a, I would, I would there is a canon Star Wars novel called... What did I just call it? Death something. Death, Death, Troopers. Death Troopers. And Death it's Troopers. actually the only time in the Star Wars universe where Han and Chewie were actually captured and arrested by the Empire. And um, this prison ship collides with a, an Imperial Star Destroyer somewhere in space where it's not supposed to be. And actually, like, the, the Star Destroyer has been infected with this zombie virus. And Han Solo, Chewbacca, and a couple, like, convicts um, are fighting zombies in space. It's it's awesome. awesome. That was about the point where <laughs> LucasArts is like, yeah, fuck it, we'll just throw zombies in this now. Like, we've got enough money at this point. Yeah, there's actually a sequel to it. There there are two Star Wars zombie novels. It's like the Marvel well, didn't zombie. now didn't Disney go back and say that these these novels are no longer canon? Yeah, they, they yeah. said uh, they they like made some statement that like we're no longer gonna D- Disney, EU doesn't count anymore. Disney can go suck a mouse tit. Okay. Which is, which I actually thought that was cool when they did that. I'm like, awesome. You're going to be able to write a new, cool, original story without having to worry about what other people have written before you. And, and then they wrote they just, episode they just, eight. Or the way it came out. Whatever. They're on eight now. Yeah. I'm sure it's not going to be any better than seven. And fucking. I, I, every single day I have people come on my channel and tell me that it's like, oh, man, but we, we got to look forward to episode eight. Episode eight is going to be really good. I'm like, I have zero faith. In episode eight, I, honestly, I still have not you seen. You can't hate Force Awakens because it might get better with the next one. It's like, no, fuck you. This is a bad movie. Like, I yeah, yeah, that makes no sense. That's like saying, hey, why don't you drink this diarrhea toilet water right now? But it'll be better when you follow it up with a beer. 
I, I still Just some chocolate cake to take to cake to um follow up on that like shit. I still have not seen Rogue One because of the impact, yeah. the negative impact of Episode Seven. Uh, um, like, yeah, I, I I want to see Rogue One, but at the same time, like, I've lost all passion. You, I mean, look look at the fucking shirt I'm wearing. It's it's, it's, Professor, it's yeah. Professor Vader explaining explaining the Death Star mechanics. I love Star Wars, but I can't stand what they've done to the franchise in recent years. Yeah, it's been it's been bad, and I feel like there were so many there was so much originality outside of even the movies um, coming out of coming out of Star Wars for so long um, that it's really kind of crappy to see what's become of it um, under new management. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen a Kodor, a Kodor movie, a movie set in you know the distant past, where we don't have an idea of what the outcomes will mean, where it's all new. You know, the, the, a big flaw of the Episode One, Two, Three prequels is that we kind of knew their arrival point, and when they got yeah. to the end, well, uh, and it. that's the problem with with Rogue One. I'm like, let me let me let you in on the grand secret to Rogue One. They deliver the Death Star plans. Yeah. Well, no, you spoiled it. Same, I don't know about you guys. That's the same problem with uh, Titanic. Titanic was the same way. It's like, well, you know, the ship sinks at the end. Um, and this is. Have you this ever is have like, you ever played any of the Titanic video games? Oh God! What I saw the Titanic cartoon movie, but yeah, there's uh, there's some Titanic video games out there. They all look absolutely atrocious. Um, but not as atrocious as the uh, as Titanic, the animated musical, where here's, you have a rapid here's dog. Here's what I would do. Here's what I would do, is I would buy the rights to make the Titanic video game. I would come out with a Titanic video game, and then that would be solely so I could make Titanic 2, the uprising. <laughs> um, they're, they're actually... <laughs> Titanic 3, the revenge. Believe it or not, there is an unofficial sequel, the uh, Titanic 2. Um, my wife refused to let me buy it the one time I did see it in a store. She's like, no, no, you're not allowed. I'm like, I'm like but, but Titanic 2, she's like, Titanic 2, Jaws She's 4. like, you put that down and you pick Jaws up Black 4. Swan right now. Oh. And I was like, I was like, but, but she was like, no buts. I'm like, oh. Um, you know, what, what like, yeah, the Titanic 2 rises from the ocean with its <laughs> mighty undead crew. Yeah. It turns, it turns from his, it's, it goes from historical fantasy to urban urban horror. It, it sounds fantasy. like you're setting up the plot to like <laughs> be amazing. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean 17, the Titanic rises. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, there's well, Johnny Depp well, swigging swigging rum at the Titanic's bar. Great, fight their way through the ghosts of the Titanic. Dude, how, to the, how awesome would it be? To the bowels of the ship where Satan lives. How, and how, the boot pops out. <laughs> You're like going through the nine circles of hell, and they're all like decks on like a boat and everything. Like, how awesome would it be? Like, the, the you know, Pirates of the Caribbean 17, the Titanic rises, and like the end of the movie is just Johnny Depp sitting at the bar talking to the bartender from The Shining. Like, <laughs> well, then um, what I was what I was thinking of is uh, about the time the the prequel trilogy came out was this big discussion like mass effect was huge. Everyone was really into mass effect. And, you know, I remember a bunch of reviewers saying mass effect is the new star Wars because star Wars is shit. So all we can all look forward to this amazing universe and, that mass. And effect we see how created. mass effect has come along. Exactly. It's because massive, like you put that much pressure on something and then it just turns to shit. Oh yeah. Um, this is, this is another problem. And, and this is probably beyond the scope of this particular chat, but as you gather more fans, as you put more people into the basket of, of fan, <clears throat> you end up wanting to serve 
too many interests and you end up kind of uh, shooting yourself in the foot for what you end up delivering. And Mass Effect 2 is a great example. Mass Effect 1 had a gameplay style and a storytelling style that was really good for what it was and really unique. It had the Battletech heat system for your weapons, which was really awesome to have in, in a cover-based shooter. I really enjoyed that. And in Mass Effect 2, they're like, oh, you know, people may not have liked this heat-based system. Let's, have, let's go back to playing the game of find the ammo after every single encounter. All right, and like it took a big step backwards. It simplified a lot of things because it was trying to put more people in the basket, and it did. And so by the time you get to Mass Effect Three, it's there's a bunch of people in the basket that weren't in that first basket to begin with, and you you stop caring about the old fans and delivering what they really liked, and you just try to deliver what will satisfy to a certain extent the majority of people. Like you give everybody a hamburger instead of a couple people a steak. And that's kind of what ends up happening as something becomes more successful. So a Dragon Age, same thing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the weird person here. I actually prefer a hamburger to a steak, but uh, but that's just me. I, I do too, but that's just a metaphor. I actually prefer hamburgers, <laughs> but that's just the metaphor I think of. It's like, you know, it's a, it's a something easy to make that everyone is kind of okay with. That ends up being a better – of course, it's going to make more money because it's if you're selling both for the same amount, you know. Well, but no. you end up kind of getting your product. Now here's here's another we want to talk about missed opportunity is when we were all kids there were tons and tons of video games based on TV shows right so you had like Rescue Rangers you know I thought Rescue oh, Rangers yeah. was Rescue an Rangers. awesome game you know you had Duck. all the yeah Ducktales you had all the like like uh, Mickey's Mickey Mouse games uh, all the Ninja you know, Turtle games the Ninja Turtle games because all those are based on TV and that that worked great because TV's episodic. Video games at the time were basically episodic based on their levels. Now, because, again, I was talking about the demographic shift because now the majority of gamers are 30-plus, you're looking at, well, what would you make games out of as an adult? Well, then you're also compounding that issue with the fact that Hollywood is out of creative anything. And so anything that comes out in the, in the video game world is a thousand times more creative than what you're going to see on a television show today. So like I, any, well, anything on TV I could think of that would be like marginally interesting as a video game has already been done 15 years ago and a thousand times better oh, yeah. in a video game. Now to kind of, to yeah. kind of bring this full circle and, and to a close, um, I, I want to ask each person what your favorite movie based off of a video game is, um, which actually mine is something I, I have yet to mention. Um, and uh, it's a very short movie. I believe it was initially supposed to be a pilot episode for a TV show, but it was actually the short movie that came with the video game for the NES, Monsters in My Pocket. It came with a 30-minute movie oh, based off man. of the game with, you know, the vampire... And the monster um, trying to prevent the other monsters from taking over this town or something. Um, I loved it. I mean, I, I have very fond memories of, of childhood watching this day in and day out. <laughs> um, I unfortunately don't have a copy of it anymore, but I, I'm sure I can find it on YouTube uh, or, or somewhere on the Internet with no problem. But like to me, that was my favorite movie based off of a video game ever. Um, Paul? Um, for me, actually, um, it's kind of a 
kind of a weird question because there, there, there are movies that kind of take place between games if you have like multiple games and everything. I remember when I was younger, I was playing, I was real into the uh, Dot Hack series, and there were these uh, movies that took place bef- like in between each one. I thought they were pretty well done. I thought they were they were pretty interesting. Um, I have to say, um, I didn't hate the first Silent Hill film. I thought that was pretty decently done. Uh, Matt, what do you think? I'm. I'm gonna have to. I mean, I'm gonna have to go with Kotor. I gotta go with Knights of the Old Republic, even though it's not really based on a movie. It's based on a movie IP, and honestly, it's it's what, one of my. What about a movie? movie based, based on, on a, the game, on though. Game. Oh shoot! Obviously, Super Mario Brothers. But your second one. After we'll, that. we'll give you a minute, Matt. We'll, we'll, we'll okay. have Dave. Dave, what do you think? What's your uh, favorite uh, movie based off a game? I I actually think it's it's that first Resident Evil movie. I thought it was a really effective movie at the time. Um, I thought it did a lot of things right as a movie. Yeah, it's not it's not a great movie. It's got a lot of cheese to it, but um, I ended up really enjoying it. So that was probably going to be the the one. And I I appreciate. I realize now why I enjoyed it because they they didn't approach it like we need to hit every single dot and T that's in this game, make it aesthetically and story wise exactly like the game because then it would have failed. They they did their own thing with it. Well, I mean, and, and as a plus, you get Mila Jovovich in that you know tight red dress, and, and you got Michelle Rodriguez in the movie. I mean, how can you go wrong? Yeah, it, it had a it was a good action movie and a good good horror movie, and it used uh, it used the medium of movies correctly. Um, and probably did what I would recommend, I guess, if other people wanted to make a video game movie, is take the setting and then use that setting to then create a new original fun story. So, Matt, Matt, coming back to you. Okay. Um, you know, I, I got different reasons, but I, I'm going to have to say that the very first Mortal Kombat movie, I love was, that movie. was what <laughs> was probably going to be my favorite. And it's not because it's good, but... Um, <laughs> It has, it has yeah, Highlander is Raiden. But I just remember as a kid, it's the it's the video game movie that I think of most, and it's mostly because of this this fight between Scorpion and Sub Zero that happens like oh. halfway through the movie. Oh, yeah. And it's it's I think it's what everyone watched the movie to see because when you play the game, like inevitably, you and your next door neighbor. One of you played Sub-Zero, the other one played Scorpion, and you just, like, bashed your faces against each other when you played this game together. So um, I remember that my mom actually made my neighbor friend and I uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero Halloween costumes one year. <laughs> That's so, um, like, there's pictures of me somewhere in this in this That is awesome. Mask. Your yeah. mom is awesome. Well, and it's, uh, yeah. it's funny because Mortal Kombat is also one of those series that has spawned so many series is based off of it. Um, you have the original two movies. You have an animated TV show. You have a CGI pilot for a TV show that was never completed. You have a live-action TV show. And then you have the, the more recent internet show, um, Mortal Kombat. Uh, uh, it's actually really good the first season. Um, the acting's terrible, but, but the action's good, <laughs> so that's all that matters. Yeah, but I mean, like, it... It has spawned so many series, like in film and TV. It's it's actually kind of funny um, how successful it has been in being terrible. Yeah. Well, and I think, like we were saying, it does. I think it did fan service right. 
There's a lot of really good fan service. It has the tournament. Um, it has the characters fighting each other. You have kind of this vague idea of um, the character alignments. You know, the, the there's a new Mortal Kombat out now um, for for PlayStation and Xbox, um, where they have where they have this voice acted dialogue that reveals some lore of the characters before you before you enter a battle. And um, there's that's that's the other thing I was going to say about the movie is the movie doesn't pull any punches. It's basically gameplay. It's people fighting and killing each other and like basically animated gore, you know. So while I don't think it was a good movie, I remember it fondly for how much I enjoyed it, especially like the like, you know, Sub-Zero freezing the freezing dudes and like smashing their faces. I just thought it's all. Um, about. But yeah, that's um. So, so I think the conclusion that we have come to is that. Um, when it comes to video game movies, movies based off of video games, a lot of times it's a product that's rushed to capitalize on a popular game series. And because of that, they try to throw in a lot of fan service um, because they don't want to turn off the fans of the series. But at the same time, because they rush it, it ends up doing that anyway. Yeah, I just want to say, like, nowadays, like, with the way video games are, there's no reason to even make a movie because, like, with, um, with like, in-between scenes... like. In between gameplay, it's like basically watching a movie as it is, like the way um, graphics have become. Like people always say say to me, "Oh, they should make a Metal Gear Solid movie." I'm like, "Have you played Metal Gear Solid Four? It's basically just a movie." Yeah, it's like two hours like, of gameplay uh, and ten yeah. hours yeah, of CG. Final Fantasy Thirteen, the movie. It's like it is a movie. It the is. Movie, yeah. in, between, in between the movie, you're you're battling things. You're you're grinding mobs like. <laughs> Like someone actually on YouTube put all the cutscenes together from Final Fantasy. It's Final a Fantasy hour movie, I think. Yeah, it's stupid long. <laughs> um, it's kind of so like I, a... yeah. Well, I remember watching Avatar and someone saying, "Oh my God, it's so beautiful how they made these like floating islands." I was like, "Have you been to Nagrand in World of Warcraft?" Because I can live render things on my computer better than what came out on the I screen. I fucking <laughs> hate Avatar. So oh, much. Well, then that's you're in good chat. company. Yeah, good chat. Company. I hate it. <laughs> like, that, I, I, I could, could like five more of those movies. You know that, right? Oh I, could, I could talk for like James hours Cameron's about my like hatred of that Avatar film. James, James Cameron, greatest like director of sequels ever, but thing. Avatar just. Oh my god! Just so fucking. It's a Smurfs it's, in space. It's Romeo and Juliet. That's all it fucking is. It's Romeo and Juliet and with, with pretty visuals. Oh, look, we did 3D. Oh, look. look yeah, I play fucking PlayStation 2. I see shit you know like what? that all the time. I like to burn it more than that. I'm like, this is, this is fucking Fern Gully, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally Fern Gully. It's, it's a ripoff of Fern Gully or... It dances with wolves meets fern gully with blue aliens. And it's and again, it's it's, it's a very it's it's the typical Romeo and Juliet storyline, and people praise the fuck out of it because they're like, oh, it's this love between man and nature and this and that. And I'm like, but you guys ripped uh, fucking Underworld apart because you were like, oh, it's just Romeo and Juliet with vampires and werewolves. Yeah, but it had good yeah, but, fucking action. Exactly. Yeah, but Underworld was good. Exactly. Underworld was good. I like this movie. <laughs> that Kate yeah. Beckinsale and she was hot. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was, I think that was the director's wife, by the way. I'm trying to remember. I think that was another one where he like <laughs> cast his wife in the lead role. I'm like, uh, usually this doesn't work out, guys. But, <laughs> but this time it did. See, that's oh, we should we should watch those actually. Uh, 
or Riders of the Dawn. That's but, but yeah, Avatar is a whole nother yeah, they, can of they, they just released the them. final Blood, uh, final Underworld movie. I think it's called Blood Wars. So uh, that would yeah. probably be a good one. I check that one out. How, how many were there? Four, three. There are a decent amount of them. I think there's like five of them. Yeah, I think there were like yeah, five. Yeah, I think it was the fifth one. There's a prequel. There's a prequel in there, too. Oh, yeah, wow. Rise of the Light. That's, that's the third one. one. And then there was a prequel, and then there was one more, I thought. So, yeah, five. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's 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 been awesome. I mean, we covered a lot of a lot of video game movies. There's more out there that we oh, didn't yeah. talk about. People I mean, keep telling me that they should oh, make yeah. a Legend of Zelda game. Like, why why would you do that? Like, you should just no. kill yourself. Right I now. am I am absolutely loving Breath of the Wild. Please don't ruin that experience yeah. by making a movie out of it. Yeah, I would, it, it, it would not satisfy anybody. Not fans of the game, nor people who have never played the game. It would just be crap. They'd have Link talk and. Uh, oh yeah! Oh, you know that mm-hmm. that would be a great thing to talk about another time. Like, what video game we want to see as a movie? Codor, <laughs> <Kodor>, yeah. <laughs> um, but again, that that that's a chat for another time. Um, so I, I hope everyone's enjoyed this. Uh, we we loved having you guys on, Matt and Dave. Thank you yeah, very much. Yeah, it was awesome. So um, so until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more.